Week 8 Power Rankings brought to you by Scott Clark Toyota, the best Toyota dealership in South Charlotte with the best mustached mascot owner himself, Scott Clark. Free mustache rides for anyone who asks. Um, if you don't know what a mustache ride is, Google it. Welcome to Week 8 Power Rankings. I'm your host, Samuel Fulginetti. Um, week seven, what a weird-ass week for a lot of people. Some big changes um, to the standings, and we'll see about the power ranking. So let's get started. Coming in at number 12 once again is the Argo, Argo, Fook, Yosef, and Wade Carlton. Big week from him, 75 and a half points. And a tough loss to Mandrews by 30 points. Argo is in the pits of despair. Um, needed a little life. Made a big trade with me. Adding Deshaun Watson for George Kittle. I think this gives him the opportunity to have a chance to not come in last. Have Deshaun go for a 50 spot in the playoffs. And potentially not coming last place. That's about all I got today for Argo. Number 12, Argo. Fuck yourself. Number 11, once again as well, is the Tier 1 Studs. Despite a big performance with 133.7 points, I believe that led the league. It did not. Uh, second in the league in scoring on a down week for the league overall. A uh, big win for Tier 1 studs. Um, move up to ninth in the standings. A um, little surprised he didn't move up a little bit more in the power rankings. But he is still ninth in points as well and ninth in the standings. So that is probably why he's low, but not 11th. Um, some interesting placements there by the committee. but. Um, you know, this team's decent. The addition of Hunter, Hunter Henry coming back gives him a chance um, to get some major production at tight end every week. And uh, DeAndre Hopkins kind of had one of his prototypical games with 25 points uh, and a big win over the Todd father. Tier 1 studs, I think they got a chance to make a run at the playoffs at 3-4. and four. Like I said, I think the seven-win spot is the number you need to reach. Um, to be in the top four. Then after that, it goes down to points. Um, he's ninth in points, so it's gonna. It looks like he's gonna have to just squeak out th uh, four more wins the remainder of the season to have a chance. So number eleven, tier one studs. Down to number ten. Um, no movement this week. Is the Todd father and Duncan Palmer? He's two and five, eleventh in the standings. He is eighth in points. I think he's getting a favorable power ranking from some of the uh, analysis from the professionals. Um, I probably have tier one studs ranked over him, but it the averages out to be tenth and tier one. 11, so there's that. But Todd Father had a down week. He's 2-5. and five. You know, 
he's got a good team. He made he made a good trade with me. It's looking like T.Y. Hilton and Golden Tate have been very solid. And uh, Carrion just got hurt, and um, the Philadelphia Eagles looked just horrible. So the Alshon trade is is uh, an interesting add for me. But you know, I think this team's got a shot long term. You know, Gurley and Mac got to step it up. They can't have twenty points between the two of them for them to get W's. So Todd Fowler's gonna have to get hot and get hot quick or he will continue to be a bottom dweller and be looking for a new hobby. Um, Number nine is Shark Week this week. The um, biggest mover down this week at negative three spots. Shark Week had a devastating loss, but a big week for him, 95 points. (laughs) We'll see with the adjusted scoring. Um, but I think even if he gets a W here, his team still isn't very good. Um, averaging just a horrible, I think it's 110 points a game, and he's 11th in points. So that loss was was pretty much due um, with a weak team. A couple bad hits. Will Fuller looks like he's out for a while. He had Alvin Hurt and Curtis Samuel on bye. So it was going to be a tough week to begin with. The Scantling not start was very interesting, in my opinion, considering the rest of the wide receivers are completely out. So um, some difficult managerial strategy from Shark Week and Josh Hart. He moves down three spots to number nine. moving down here to number eight we have the bare naked Lindsay's and mitch perguson fantastic week for mitch 145 points led the league in scoring and he moves up one spot um but you know he's three and four he's six in the standings um so he's in a great position to make a run for the playoffs i think uh, that power rankings are a little hard on him this week. I think their teams, his team's a little bit better than than eighth, but it doesn't really matter. Power rankings are just uh, just rankings. It doesn't matter. So don't take it personally, Mitch. But um, big week. I mean, Aaron Rodgers putting up 54 points. He had a career day, five passing, one rushing touchdown. He had a perfect passer rating. Uh, you're probably going to win when you have a guy go for 54. He's had a couple guys go for 50-plus and lost, so, you know, weird. But, you know, Eckler's been an interesting uh, play since Melvin's come back. He's outproduced him, I think, almost every game. He had, I think, 10 catches this week. He had 25 points in um, just a miserable game for the Chargers. But, you know, he's got some really bright spots on this team with Michael Thomas, Mike Evans, and Aaron Rodgers. The running back position, as we all know for him, is a weak spot with Melvin coming back. Uh, He's got a lot of good players, but he doesn't really have a one and two anymore with uh, Eckler losing touches. Um, But if they continue to feature him with ten catches, he'll be a number one one receiving running back. And he's, I think, a number three 
running back in the league right now. So very interesting. TJ Hawkinson has definitely not been the George Kittle of 2019. So that was a cold take on his part. But um, I like Mitch's team overall. You know, next week he'll get Evans back from bye. Um, and he's pretty stacked at the wide receiving core um, with Aaron Rodgers. So that's pretty nice. So number eight, we have Bare Naked Lindsay's and Mitch Ferguson. Uh, up one spot. Number seven up a one spot as well. Just missing that sixth spot on the vote is the Saquanda forever. Saquanda had a big win last night um, with Tom Brady and Sony just doing more than they needed, scoring 35 points between the two of them and uh, 120 to 100 uh, point win over it's a girl. Nope, I have a chug. Excuse me. So that moves Will to three and four, tenth in the standings, and tenth in points. So I think this is all projectability having him at seventh. Um, you know, the team on paper is is just amazing. Darren Waller continues the ball out, and he has Saquon and Melvin Gordon. So there's that. Thielen getting hurt. Interesting. He might be out a week or two. Um, so that kind of makes the wide receiving court, you know, more average. Uh, big names, not a lot of big points so far. So I think Will is one of the biggest wild cards in the league. But up one spot to number seven is Will Buller in the Saquonda forever. Moving right along to the number six, this week's power rankings is the uh, Blessum and owner Zach Rovat. Um, a must-needed win for Zach, 111.2 to 95 over the Tough Eats. This guy uh, really was a must-win and was a heavy um, underdog in this matchup, but came out and took advantage of a couple tough eats days from tough eats. Um, you know, this team has struggled uh, with Joe Mixon at the starting running back position. You kind of thought he'd be a workhorse. I think with him, if he can just put up 15 a game, this team's legit. Um, Zeke's looking to form and – you know, he's going to get A.J. Green back at some point, we would think, and Josh Gordon. So the wide receiving core would look better, and then he can throw Tyler Lockett in there as well. A very respectable uh, three wide receiver stable. Um, Zach is in position to make a run, needs to continue winning ball games, even if it's ugly, to have a chance. Now we're moving to number five, and it's a girl, folks. Down one spot from four to five is it's a girl. Um, just squeaked out by the, the hair on his chinny-chin-chin, a 96-95.4 to win over Shark Week. We'll see midweek adjustments. Um, but for now, he's 4-3, four 4th in the standings, and 6th in points. So he looks like he is a playoff team. I think he's got the most dynamic lineup in the league from top to bottom. But this week looked very average. Wentz went for nine. Lev Bell went for eight and a half. Mark Ingram, six. And then 
three from Kenny Galladay. Galladay, holiday, Shalladay. Tis the season to be jolly. Kenny Galladay. So, you know, his team on paper looks great. His team kind of reminds me of Will's team. On paper looks really like a top two team. But will they produce to their names? We shall find out. Um, that's number five. It's a girl and Brian Rogers. Spidering down to number four is I have a chub, a surprise for me, up one spot from five to four. I have I have a chub not nowhere near the four spot, but I'm just one measly vote. Um a piss poor performance from I have a chub, 101 points and a loss to Saquanda. You know, the highlight this week was his Chase Edmonds start. Holy smokes, folks. The ghost start from Chase Edmonds over David Johnson was one of the most despicable things I've ever seen from an organization to fantasy owners throughout the country. Um saying David Johnson is good to go, is the starter, and then after the game saying he was available just to give Chase Edmonds, who the fuck is Chase Edmonds, a change of pace breath. David Johnson, a top five back in this league, being treated like baloney when he is a prime rib. Very frustrating. I'm not frustrated, but for most people that own, oh, I own David Johnson, very frustrated. Chase Edmonds looked wonderful, 37 points, could steal touches from David Johnson the rest of the year because he's been excellent when he's touched the ball. But without this start, I think I have a chub is in the bottom probably 9 to 10 uh, area in the power rankings. Personally, don't understand how he is at 4 right now. Um, no, excuse me. At, yeah, at 4 right now, um, despite being 3 and 4 and 7th in the rankings. <coughs> excuse me. I have a chub is fifth in points. So that is a good spot for him. And and I he's in good position to make the playoffs. <clears throat> I don't think he's got the wide receiving production, and I don't think he will get it to make the playoffs. But he's got Aaron Jones, um, who's been great, and uh Chris Godwin, who's been great, and Nick Chubb. So with Godwin and Chubb back in the lineup, he's much more Dangerous, and we'll see what happens to I have a chub. An interesting up and down roller coaster year for I have a chub, uh, but he is down up one spot to number four. Um, and moving along here, folks, to number three, um, same spot as last week is the Mark Mandrews. I think what did he change his name to this week? Mark Mandrews killed Argo. Um, five and two, second in the standings, second in points. <clears throat> um, this team gets a nice win. I need some water. Excuse me. It's good, good water. Um, 105 points on the week, a down week, but he still gets a win. Tough hit for him this week was Patrick Mahomes going down, looking to miss, probably miss two to four weeks, in my opinion. And without him and Chris McCaffrey on by, he is a very mediocre team. 
I still think this is a playoff team. Huge question marks at flex, as we talked about last week. So number three, the Mark Mangers killed Argo. Um, and owner, Tyler Mangers Andrews McFarland. I don't know why I said that. Um, himself. Number three, Mark Mangers. All right, folks. First time this year we have two tied at the top um, at a T1 position. We will go in order of the standings. So T1A is the McAfrican Americans and Sims Magglefresh back-to-back weeks voted number one in the league <clears throat> despite a tough loss. Some would say embarrassing loss to Mitch Ferguson by 43 points. Um, Matt Ryan, Devontae, Julio, and Hooper just didn't do it this week. They've done it the previous six weeks, but this week they didn't do it. McCaffrey's not doing it. Five and two, third in the standings, second in points, third in points um, in, in the playoff picture right now. Huge question mark at quarterback. He does have Bridgewater on the bench, but he looks to be um, being replaced by Drew within the next week or two. But he's got Drew Brees on IR, so he's actually in better shape than I thought initially at the quarterback position. Um, very talented team. Cook, Freeman, Jones, Cup, Hooper. Very nice, very solid. Um, the flex position's interesting with Breida and Peterson. I believe DJ Moore's an everyday start for him on bye. Um, McCaffrey is a strong, strong team. Almost as strong as his clean and jerk. Um, but you can l- just basically jot this team in the playoffs. I think they're a top two bye week team. Um, so we shall see. And T1A, tied for first A, first in the standings, is me. <laughs> That's me, baby. The high-value tough eats, um, just a weird-ass week for me. Very weird. I lost to Zach. Had three guys get hurt and put up zero points. Basically, David Johnson, Carrion, and Delaney. Um, Patriots D continues to just smash their opponents. I believe they have 18 interceptions this year and given up three touchdowns through seven games. Truly remarkable, truly inspiring. And the reason why I am in the position I am right now, um, you know, after a week like this, I felt in my heart that my guys were complacent. So I made some big moves. I got rid of our fearless leader. Deshaun Watson, and I'm putting trust in Matthew Stafford. He's been excellent this year. He's only averaging three less points than Watson, and I got Kittle to fill a huge void at tight end. I think my team is completely well-rounded, solid at every spot, not great anywhere, but very solid, a playoff team for sure. Um, and with the right production in the playoffs, a chance to make a run for it all. Um, so number one, tied for first with McCaffreykins is the high-value Tough Eats and myself. Thank you for listening, guys. Week 7 Player of the Week brought to you by Roman Dick Wipes. These dicks will make your – these wipes will make your dick numb so you last longer.
Roman. So week seven, player of the week, as I look over some of the performances, you know, it's just blatantly obvious that Aaron Rodgers is player of the week. Kind of hit on it earlier, 54 points out of the man, perfect pass rating, five touchdowns passing, one rushing. Um, enough said. Player of the week, Aaron Rodgers. Thank you, ma'am. Wham, bam. Thank you, ma'am. Thank you for listening, fellas. Halfway through the year, crazy to think about. It's been fun. I encourage you all to stay active on the group chat. Speak your mind. Um, talk some crap. It only makes it more fun. Um... We'll see you guys in week nine. Look forward to tomorrow's podcast with our league commissioner, Will Butler. Have a hell of a day.